heels of the Lakers winning their NBA championship, I know that we have some Lakers fans and some LeBron fans that want to celebrate. I just so happen to have one here with me. Old Goat. Let him know. Let him know, let him know. He's old Goat. Even though we know who the real 23 Goat is, we'll let him have his moment in the sun. Do you think that this is the easiest championship that LeBron James has ever won? For me, no. Why do you not think that this is the easiest championship for him? I mean, in the aspects of teams, probably. Mm-hmm. Easiest but teams he ever played, the, right? Yeah, but the route he took, the route to get there. The route to get there, he played the worst defensive team in the first round, the Portland Trail Blazers. Who Every, was projected to beat them. They was projected. There was an analyst that didn't know shit. Ain't nobody think in their right mind that Dame Lillard was going to beat LeBron Even James. ESPN.com on the app was voting uh, the percentage was showing the Portland Trailblazers to beat the Lakers. I know. I know a lot of analysts tried to claim like the Lakers are going to get upset by this team and that team. But at the end of the day, I think that the only real team that was supposed to have their number was supposed to be the Clippers. Were they not? No. Clippers didn't have no number from that. I've seen this a long time ago. Hold on. So the NBA didn't start off as this season being billed as the season of NBA dynamic duos. You was going to have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. You're going to have LeBron James and Anthony Davis in L.A. You're going to have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard playing for the Clippers. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to be the Battle of L.A. from the beginning of the year. So I don't understand where you come from when you're saying that it wasn't supposed to be about them. That's what was sold to us from the beginning of the no, year. No, what you were saying was it's supposed to be them to have their number, meaning beat them. They were supposed to beat Cat. them. They had a better roster. That's what they all say. But what On paper, on paper. And what showed up? Because yeah. everybody doubt Goatman. What you want? You know when it showed up? Everybody doubt Goatman. You know what showed up? What? The what up. showed up? COVID showed up. <laughs> COVID fucking so showed gave, up. So it gave the old man more rest, huh? That's what you want to It definitely gave the old man more rest. Yeah, but everybody else got the same amount of rest and they got a lot younger. Mm. So they got more energy. Mm. More fuel in the tank. Mm. More hunger. But they don't have more championship experience than him, do they now? Do they now? Okay, that's what I thought, all right? They um, wanted more. Who wanted it more? Who, who wanted it more than LeBron? LeBron needed it, what you mean? Not because he needed it, doesn't mean he wanted it more. We all knew he was gonna get it Stop. from the beginning. Stop it. It was all from the season started. This was said mm -hmm. in stone by those truly. Okay. Goat man was getting number four. Okay. What else did you set in stone about Goat man getting number four? Did you predict that him and AD was going to have the easiest walk to a championship? Did you predict How that? How is it the easiest walk, Joe? Okay. Explain this. Tell me, which team had championship experience that they played? None of them. None of them. None of them. I mean, Miami technically had Andre Iguodala. That was pretty much the only one that you could consider. And I champion. did say that too, but when mm -hmm. I said that to you the other day, what did mm -hmm. you say? Count that didn't mean shit because he was old and he barely played minutes. Mm -hmm. So that goes to show you that. But he, he did get the MVP, didn't he not? 
back in 2015. And how many years ago was that? Five years ago. Okay, so how how five? He's years five years older. And LeBron James ain't older either. Yeah, but okay. whatever. You want to throw these ages but, but in? But we can't compare LeBron James' career to Andre Godala's career. LeBron James is the face of the NBA, always been the face of the NBA since he came into the NBA. So how can you compare him to Andre Godala? But that's neither here nor there. Moving on, when it comes to the Lakers, what does this championship mean for LeBron James' legacy? I know he talked about that he wanted his respect. What do you think he meant by those comments? You being a, a, a LeBron James fan, a, a bronze sexual. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked him up with the bronze sexual right here. Yeah, well, go ahead. What is this? I'll be, what, I'll be what it is. I didn't even know LeBron James was a sexuality, anyways, but okay. hey, mm -hmm. something new you learn. Okay. But let's go with this shit. Mm -hmm. Me being whatever you want me to be. Okay. What this does to this man legacy. What does it mean for it? What it mean for it? means exactly what it means. What he said it means. Get that man his respect. All these doubters. All these niggas that be coming down on his name. All these people talking about something. Like Kyrie. You feel me? Coming at the man on social media. Oh, sideways, right? You feel me? Oh, Everybody. Eyes, yeah. Leave that man alone. Watch him do his work. Okay. Watch him do his work. Mm -hmm. And if you want champions, you join the champ. It's just that simple. Okay. So you think that every uh, superstar NBA player should just join LeBron James? If they, they want a the ring, you feel me? You ain't got to go against Goat Man. You mm -hmm. can win with Goat Man. You feel me? Everybody, you get a ring. You get a ring. Hey, hold on, hold on. Wait, ain't these, wait, wait. Ain't these the same people that try to penalize Kevin Durant for joining up with Steph Curry? I think that's a little bit hypocritical, don't you think? To say that, oh, nah, all the superstars join LeBron, oh. but when Steph, when when Kevin Durant, but y'all didn't Curry, see, y'all didn't see no nothing wrong when it when he did do it. No, y'all ain't seen nothing wrong wait, with wait, it. So wait. why is it a problem when LeBron let's, James let's, should let's get back, it? Let's back it up. First of all, LeBron James did it first, okay, out of out of KD and LeBron. Okay, LeBron did it before KD. Clear that up. Let's let's be real about okay. that. All right, is that not a fact? Continue. I just need you to answer that. Is it not a fact that he joined the Miami Heat which was with not Dwayne Wade team, and which Chris? Which was not considered a super team. That that wasn't considered a no, super team. The Heat was trash before LeBron James got there. So when I'm saying KD no, joined the '73 and okay, you see the difference? Wait, I can always bring that wait, up. Wait, let's peep this. Most winningest team wait, versus they a team that didn't even qualify Listen, listen, listen. They were not a super team. Beat it as it may before. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh joined forces. But once they joined forces, they were automatically a super team and the favorites to win the championship. The, the fact that LeBron James is on it. The fact that LeBron James is on it with D Wade and Chris Bosh. Nigga, any okay. team LeBron James is automatically first of all, let's keep it real. We're not going to get too much into this. All I'm going to say is who had finals MVP on that team before LeBron? Okay, I rest my case when it comes. He to wasn't that. there, so why is it a problem when LeBron James don't play hard? It's his team, man. Ain't got nothing to do with that. It's his team, man. You the one who brought it up. Who got MVP first? Who got you Finals MVP worst? First, okay. I'm talking about Dwayne Wade. That's Dwayne Wade had a Finals MVP before LeBron James joined the team. I know. He taught LeBron so why James you, how to win. So why you why you can't blame the Dwayne Wade for none of the losses? Why all got to be on LeBron James? Ain't the Dwayne Wade team? Because LeBron James is the best player on that team. Oh my God. Was he not? 
Oh my God. He was the best player on that team. All that I'm just saying. Oh I'm just saying. God. But anyways, moving on. Speaking about LeBron James, speaking about people not giving him his respect. I mean, speaking about people not giving great players their respect. Um yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna get it. You know I'm gonna bring this back. Yeah, the GOAT debate. You, you already know. Um do you think that LeBron James winning this fourth championship on a third franchise, three finals MVPs on three different teams, uh, a record, nobody has ever done that. Uh, you know, him being the all-time leader in so many uh, statistical categories, The like I said, the four championships. Um, like I don't factor in the off-court stuff. Like I tell you, I just yeah. talk about the on-court stuff because LeBron James pretty much is the best off-court person or off-field person personality that you can ever meet or you can ever see because with him starting a school with all his social activism I don't even I, I put that in its own lane you know what I'm saying if you're talking about outspoken athletes and what they mean to their people in their community and stuff like that but when it comes to on court what does this mean does this put him as number one of all time, the best player of all time, the GOAT, or somewhere else on your list? See me, is I and I know I, the answer already, but I, I, I thought I thought about this for a long time and uh, I was like No you did. I have. Okay. And then it came back to me when I was listening to Shannon Sharp and mm. Skip Bayless. And uh, they said that no matter how much you go through this debate, mm. No matter what LeBron James do, mm. he ain't gonna never be able to impress Jordan fans. I wouldn't say that. You know I wouldn't what I'm saying? say that. I definitely wouldn't say that. That's what he addressed it. You're gonna have Jordan fans, and he's gonna be go to them. Period. No matter what LeBron James do, then you're gonna have LeBron James fans mm. gonna be go to them. No matter what he and, do. and then you're gonna have basketball fans who put both of them in the correct statistical categories of where they got to be. First of all, let me go down my top five. The only other person that I accept as the best player of all time in NBA history is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar outside of Jordan because he has all the accolades and statistics to back it up. And he had an unstoppable move that nobody ever figured out how to guard the skyhook. So that's the only other person. Somebody say, oh, what about Kareem? I'll say, yeah. You put him as the greatest player of all time. So already when you're doing the top five, you already got to put Jordan Kareem. Um, then if you want to go down a, a little bit on your list, then you got to put Magic. You know what I'm saying? And then if you because that's the best point guard of all time. And then a lot of people don't talk about it, but Tim Duncan was the best power forward of all time. A lot of people consider him the greatest power forward of all I've time. There was no other he power forward that did what he did so far as winning champions. And his game was so boring. He was the big fundamental. <laughs> um, I used and, to talk about him too a lot of the times. And then that's when you and get... That, and that's what LeBron James was facing to, like both times he got beat by him in the finals. Yeah. And then you get to the point where you start to saying okay, who could we all put in the number five position? You could consider Shaq, you could consider Kobe, you could consider LeBron. Uh, the list goes on and on about people that you could put in that spot, Larry Bird, you know, as number five. But to me, 
LeBron put himself in that number five spot this year by winning the championship. You feel me? For greatest player of all time. So he's in my top five. Before, he wasn't in my top five before this year. Three and six in the NBA Finals. Even though he had a lot of records, I said that when it came to winning, he didn't get the job done necessarily as much as I would like. But this year, he got the job done. So, you know, it makes his Finals record look a little, little bit better. Four and six sounds a lot better than uh, three and six. Hence the three six mafia jokes. I'm gonna keep it real with you. In order for LeBron to overtake Kareem and Jordan, he gotta win six. Gotta win six. I don't care if he win another league MVP. Now, me personally, I want him to win until he get out, until he he ready to hang keep the shoes up, them, them Nikes up. I think that his prime is only gonna be for another three more years. And then the prime is going to all fall off. But I think that... Uh, for the next three years, if he do a three-peat... If he, he do a three-peat, yeah, he, he definitely... And he go four straight? He definitely, he definitely go. That, that, that's all it, He's that, definitely that's go. it for me. That's you it for me, too. If he, so, he three-peat, he go. That's it. That's the end of that debate, if he uh, three-peat. Because um, he did go back-to-back, back and that was not yeah, hard. Yeah, he went back-to-back back with Miami. So, that was hard. He had to have a game-winning nah, I mean, shot nah, by Real. Nah, 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 that wasn't easy. My bad. I mixed up my words. But yeah. you feel me? Like, it's challenging. The NBA challenging. And every year get harder. So. Mm. Yeah. All right. Moving forward, um, the NBA is talking about coming back, playing a 72-game season starting around November, December time, because the draft is, uh, what is it, November 18th? Mm-hmm. That's when it starts. So the draft being started November 18th, and then like the players, I want to say the NBA will probably start at the end of November, beginning of December. They said they're giving the players 10 days. Yeah. The draftees play, and free agents. Play a few games and stuff like that. And then Christmas Day, you know, we all there, there's always the big marquee game on Christmas Day. Probably the Golden State versus uh, Lakers. Lakers or Brooklyn versus Lakers. Whatever's the yeah. hottest commodity or the, well, or the biggest name team on the, the, on the market. The doing numbers with the Bucks, so don't be surprised to hear about that. I wouldn't like to see that. But Giannis, Giannis got exposed this year by my Miami right? Heat. You know, right. we got to give credit where credit is due, too. Jimmy showed me something. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy showed Bobby, me something. I've been, Jimmy, when he was over there with Chicago, I was telling him about Jimmy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was a so pain I, in the ass. I knew what he could bring for the Heat. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and I'm not a Heat fan. I left it. I, I left the Heats in 06. Mm-hmm. But it's I, the Heat, not the Heats. I Don't disrespect it. our name. Give us our, <laughs> give us our damn respect. Give us our damn respect. All right? We want our damn respect. I'm we talking, went to the, we went to six about, games. I'm talking about the, we I'm talking about games. the Heat's and plural as fans. Because, uh-huh. you know, them people were, I seen so much band. Oh, band my God. I'm the, telling you. The band, te- they but, pushed me away. I couldn't as, be a Heat fan no more after that. So. As a Heat fan, <laughs> I seen so much bandwagon. It almost made me disgusted. You know how many mirror games was going on on NBA 2K? Man, Everybody want to play with the big three Heat I, I can't, when LeBron James I, I came. We had we had my homeboys who were Heat fans. I, I know my homeboy Alex is a Heat fan. Shout out to Alex. But this motherfucker <laughs> was playing with the Lakers. You feel me? He was playing with the Lakers in 09 when Kobe was winning championships. And I had to play with sorry ass Michael Beasley and Sean Marion with D Wade and get and then he would get happy because he won. You feel me? Recording the shit and posting online. Fuck that guy. But anyways. <laughs> 
But yeah, man, Jimmy Butler, he made a name for himself in the finals. Like he really showed it. He showed. Yeah. She, he showed up and showed out. Duncan Robinson out. showed up and showed out too. He ran out of gas, but he showed up and showed out. He left everything. On I the think table. Tyler Hero was a little bit overhyped, and he I was, was thinking about that. Though, and I was saying that the whole playoffs, he was a little bit overhyped. He was a, he was a record breaking rookie. He did a lot of he good did, stuff. He did good stuff. You know, but his game, he's not. You know, ultimately athletic. He leads with his jump shot. He's still not developed yet. Yeah, Give exactly. Him some time. He got to develop. He got to fill out that in, it, into an NBA body. Yeah. And then, um, hopefully, he get more consistency because he wasn't as consistent as I would like to be. He was. He was good for a rookie and a young, young, young player, twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Good, but he's still not developed in for for the big leagues yet. Yeah. He got to grow into it. LeBron James had to grow into it. So who is the contenders for next year's NBA championship? Who was your predict? Oh, oh no, Lakers, right? Whoever LeBron James at. Okay, the Lakers. That's your my. Pick that's going to be my NBA pick for the finals next year. I'm not saying championship. I'm saying finals. For me, I'm going to say this: uh, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. In order to beat the man, you got to beat the man. So I'm not going. I'm going to hold my judgment till I see somebody else playing great basketball this this upcoming season in the NBA. Uh, until then, I won't say who's going to win this year and who's not going to win this right. year. Because with the whole COVID protocol, fans not in the stands. Basketball, the game is a whole same. different type of game it's now. It's not the same. The energy game. is not there from the fans. So the game yeah. ain't the same. Football is the same way. You yeah. need the energy from the people. 100%. All right, we're back with the next segment of Crash Culture. We're going to get a little bit into the trending headlines or the topics that we should have been talking about when they were brought up, you know, but it's no better time than the present to talk about this. The Megan Stallion and Tory Lanez problem, situation, whatever you want to call it, dilemma. Um, I'm pretty sure that everybody knows a few months ago Tory Lanez allegedly shot Megan Thee Stallion in both her feet. There was a, the way the story goes, they were both at Kylie Jenner's pool party. Megan Thee Stallion somehow found out that Tory Lanez fucked her friend, even though they were both considering each other friends. This is why that friends with benefits shit gotta stop. But anyways, uh, (laughs) he wound up fucking her friend she get into an argument with him, violence ensued, and she winds up shot in both her feet. Later on, she gets pressured by his fans for saying that she's trying to destroy his career, this, that, and the third, even though he didn't go to jail. Uh, there was an investigation. Charges came forward that were accusing Tory Lanez of some type of assault with a deadly weapon. If convicted, he would face I think it was 21 or 22 years in prison. 22 years. 22 years in prison. God damn. All that for shooting a motherfucker in the foot. 22 um, years and a couple months, they said. You know, I, I want to, side note, I know a funny story about somebody that I know that wound up shooting somebody else that I know and, and they out. didn't even get a yeah. And guess what? They was out the next day. Damn that. You know, so that's that's a little bit 
you know, much. I'm gonna say what I said then and what I thought about the situation. If Tory Lanez did that shit, he is a bitch ass nigga. Ain't no other way around it. And he deserves to be punished. He deserves to, you know, uh, suffer and go through whatever he has to go through. But 22 years is still a bit much. That's extensive, bro. Especially if it wasn't nothing like deadly, like he wasn't trying to kill her. But I understand where a lot of black women stood with this. You know, Megan Thee Stallion is they mascot kind of in a way for being a hoe. So um, <laughs> they want to defend her. And I don't I don't mean hoe in a bad way. I mean hoe in a good way. What? But, you know what I mean. I like <laughs> Megan. I like her. I think she she looked good. She thick, all of wow. the above. She good. She make good rap music and whatnot. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she kind of does promote little hoish behavior. So does she's the entertainer. That's yeah, what she's supposed to do. Oh, okay, whatever, whatever you, it, whatever floats your boat, whatever excuses she you want to make for she it. She meant to entertain. That's mm. how she make her money. So you can't knock her for that if it works. I guess, but don't try and play high and mighty and holy on me when some shit happens. Because, you know, sometimes black women don't want to admit, not even just black women, sometimes women don't want to admit in general certain situations they put themselves in harm's way by associating themselves with certain types of individuals. Okay. Yeah, but like she said, um, she going to keep her friends close and her um, enemies closer. And her and when she was on um, Instagram Live, like her first when she was just, you know, saying that you know she was okay when she just got out the hospital, and saying that she was okay and that you know all the people that talked bad on her for being in the situation that she's in, you know, everything's new to her. Her fame is new, so she's just dealing with it in her own way. I'm pretty sure everybody that gets famous, famous, new to them. For the most part. For the most part. So that's a little bit of the gas or the bullshit that that uh, sometimes people do in general. I'm not even going to say it's not a man or woman thing. It's more so people do. They give a little bit of a little bullshit to try to uh, defend themselves or deflect I see, I see without, her, without yeah. taking accountability. I see her in that same light as I see 6 Yeah. Well, you promote you, certain things. You got to know to come with the territory. What comes with the territory? True, true. But getting shot didn't come with the territory. It getting did. shot doesn't. That that didn't I'm sure she didn't plan on I that mean, happening she, to her. I'm not talking about that part. But at the same time, look at the type of nigga she hanging out with. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. I guess you can say that. You know, she did date a the supposed trap hood dude before that uh, money bag yo. So. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, Chelsea, what are your thoughts on that situation? Do you think that Tory Lanez should go to prison for 22 years for what he did? I want to hear a woman's take on this. I know you were pretty mad in the beginning. Yes, I was. And for a while, I stopped listening to his music because I am a Megan fan. But, you know, reading more into this, I realized that, you know, people make mistakes. Whatever the argument was about, whatever transpired, and you know, things happen, things got out of hand quick and fast. I feel like he doesn't deserve to like have his whole life in prison for that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, punish him, you know what I'm saying? Cause nobody should go around putting people's lives in danger. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, yes, punish him, you know what I'm saying? Yes, charge him for it because he did was in possession with the unregistered gun. And yes, he did shoot. He shot her. He shot, you know, because some, some. That's what they say. His security guard said. He's innocent. Hold on, hold on, hold on. His his security guard, his security guard said on, and I don't know if he said it on a post or he was, somebody was asking him about it. And he said that the way the situation went was, this is a security guard um, that was in the car at the time was when Megan Thee Stallion found out she was arguing with them going back and forth then she got out of the car and the girl was arguing and fighting with tori and she was reaching for the gun and then the gun went off and it grazed megan in the foot the gun we don't know who who gun that is or who the gun belonged to but the gun was in the car that's what was that that's the situation and usually if a gun is in the car of the owner they're gonna say it's the owner's gun I don't know. I'm not even sure if that was his car. I'm not even sure if he owned the car. So why would they aim it at Tory Lanez if there's multiple people? Because he's the, the big name in the situation. So of course they're gonna. They're yeah, gonna... well, he's the one who allegedly he claims shot her. Mm-hmm. I got a video on TMZ saying. Well, a lot of people claim that they're innocent when yeah. it comes to certain things. Well, like I said, we don't know. The court of public we opinion there, wants to convict him, but process. this is what the DA, the DA is saying that he did it, and uh, Megan is saying that yes. He in fact did it in um, her Instagram live when she went on live the second time saying, you know what you did and you need to stop lying. But how can she know that he did it if she was walking away from the car? She got eyes in the back of her fucking head. Hmm. That's a little bit sketch. It's a little bit sketchy. Well, she was walking away and her feet was like bleeding. So she and, knows. And she got shot in the back of her foot. And it, like he said, it didn't hit no major tendons. It didn't crack no bone that or nothing like that. Stuff. So that um, off a rock. Um, sound a little sketchy. If, and I would think that he would have better aim than that if somebody's not more than ten feet away from you. I would think that you wouldn't miss if you was trying to kill him or really hurt him. This is what Bullet gonna pierce is. something, not hit him in the foot. You know, he got to be a motherfucking sniper in order to hit you in the foot. Uh, salute. But anyway, you gotta be a sniper to hit a motherfucker in the foot. You know what I'm saying? He had to been looking at a foot, aimed down the motherfucking barrel, said, yeah, well, that first, toe right there, pow! That other at, toe right there, pow! Yeah, I understand that, but at first she said it was glass. It said it was, she said it was glass that cut her when they questioned her what happened. And I guess she was trying to protect him or whatever the case may be. And then later on, um, she went on Instagram live the second time. She said that Tori Lane and D shot her in the foot. So she already committed perjury. Hmm. Something to think about there. She already committed perjury when she said it was lies. Yes, she did. Lying. So lies. how can we take her word the second time? Hmm. Something to think about there. Like I said, we can always say at the end of the day, we don't know the facts of the situation we don't, and we can reserve our judgment for when we get all of the facts yes and um tory lanes did come out with his album daystar um about the situation spoke on it even had megan's voices on what transpired and he had a, a clip of her uh, like talking shit. i heard yeah that 
He has some pretty decent songs on it, you know. And he spoke on all the people that judged him for what happened. Mm -hmm. So they called him by name. Yeah. And he even said it in the Instagram live. He even further went into it. And you know, Rick Ross is, is, I think a lot of dudes out here playing Captain Saberhole. Rick Ross, Bun B, Country Black, I'm looking at you. A lot of y'all playing Captain Saberhole. There's a lot of make fans out there. Yeah, and and it's, but it's a lot of men that are trying to put themselves out there to show that they're protecting black women. Like, I got six sisters. I'm all for protecting black women. You know what I'm saying? I I love my sisters. I love my mom and I love every mm-hmm. black woman that mm-hmm. I can. I only date black women, you know, specifically because I believe in, you know, you gotta be about what you say or you, you, you say you're about. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though sometimes it's hard, you know, because everybody presents their own challenges, whether it be socially ethnically or whatever financially however but at the end of the day that's something that i'm, I'm pretty much committed to uh yeah well he's not charged with it yet yeah that's what they're, i'm saying you know they're just no nah, they charged him with it but they haven't convicted they haven't yes they haven't convicted him with it yet and not until um november 18th this well is hell you know so we all go through different traumatic experience and we continue to compound our trauma and then we carry it into relationships and how we expect it to be healthy we 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 try to put that other person up on a pedestal or a platter like yo this is going to be my piece and when they see who what that what that person is really like because we all have our good traits and our bad traits uh, they say oh damn i didn't sign up for all of this and then you know what i'm saying they tend to backslide you know but like I say, that's why you got to work on a relationship. You got to communicate. Communication is the biggest thing. And uh, I think that there is almost no problem in a relationship that can't be resolved with a couple of a bunch of good talks and having an open dialogue. Uh, I think that that's where a lot of the relationship falter. And what leads to cheating is that dialogue becomes closed or that other person say, damn, it would be too hard to talk to them about this because they react like this almost every time when I talk about something in that area and so. that's where the lying comes in that you got to know how to be truthful no matter what it does to the person mm-hmm. you got to know how to be honest yeah up front straight like that and transparent you know um and some people just got to know how to receive it you because know because sometimes it's, it's a disconnect on the recept on the reception side and they blow shit out of proportion when it yeah. shouldn't be that way yeah I'm learning personally about that. If you're in a relationship, you got to see eye to eye. Y'all got to have a level head, especially to communicate with each other. Yes, sir. And use your words. A lot of these females today and men. And I'm going to specify bitch ass men. Like to put their hands on females. Oh, okay. I thought you was about to say. Bitch ass men cheating all this. No, I'm, about no, no. To, I'm about to say no, yeah. bitch it's, ass nigga. There's bitch ass men that came that they don't know how to take talk. Don't you know, know how to walk to, away. Exactly. Yeah. They want to re- react off of impulse, which end up either getting them beat up, shot up, locked up, or you know, in a whole bunch of different they, situations. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. we gotta know how to use our words. Yeah. And gotta know how to walk away too. Exactly. That's another thing. That's a big. That's a big deal. Knowing how to walk away. I thought you were about to say some other shit. And <laughs> another thing too, I like to speak on also is for the men and the women, also knowing when to leave. Yeah, that's a big thing. Because if you see that, you know what I'm saying. Um, you've gotten the therapy, and it doesn't work. 
Y'all tried the talking and it doesn't work. And you know, you've gotten people who have your good interest in heart. And there's some people that don't, they want to see relationship fall, crap in the bucket. You know, you've done everything you feel like you needed to do and it still doesn't work. Well then, you know, it's time to, you know, time to end that relationship. Let's talk about the presidential debates. Um, the final presidential debate just took place, what was it, like two days ago, a day ago. And um, it was entertaining and interesting to say the least, but for all the wrong reasons. It was entertaining because Trump is doing Trump things, which is basically just telling a bunch of ball face lies and misrepresenting or overstating anything that he has done for the black community. Um, he talks about opportunity zones, his funding for HBCUs, criminal justice reform, prison reform. Um, all of that stuff sounds nice, but at the end of the day, what are you doing to create gainful employment in the black community? What are you doing for that? You know, that's my, you know. And the COVID crisis. And, and, and the he created the COVID crisis. He created the COVID crisis because of his ineptitude when it came to responding to COVID. When he first heard about the first couple cases reported in Wuhan, China, we was hearing about that shit back in uh, January about COVID in, in, in China. Yeah, but you know, sometimes people, you know, make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? You can't make but mistakes like that as a president. To, what is he doing to correct? his um fault remember he downplayed the shit for months like it's gonna go away it's gonna go away you know and with the summer with some heat it'll go away don't worry about it you know shit like that and it made me sick to my stomach because i was directly impacted or affected all by of us were. all of us were all of us as americans were affected by this COVID. but i'm talking about how i felt when that motherfucker did this shit. so i'm kind of super pissed off at him about the whole COVID shit, you know? And even before the whole COVID shit, even before his mishandling of that, let's talk about him and white supremacists being empowered by him being in office. You know, I see that a lot of black people are now kind of switching and pivoting to more so put their support towards Trump because of Joe Biden's 1994 crime bill. Um, they feel like that that makes him, in their eyes, the enemy to the black people. Yeah, but I also like the fact that he brought up the Central Park Five and what, you know, Trump said, that yeah, they should be murdered they, and all of that stuff. And they turned out to that they were innocent. And that so, he and Trump would hope that more people, he wanted more black people in jail. He thought that the crime bill didn't put enough black people in jail. So Trump was behind that at the time when he introduced that too. So yeah, for the person that's supposedly claimed to be the least racist. President of all time other than Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln himself, I, don't, I wouldn't put it past him to be racist either because remember, he the only reason why he freed the slaves or emancipated the slaves was because the union was gonna collapse. So at the end of the day, Abraham Lincoln said himself, if he could save the union without saving, without freeing a single slave, he would do it. He was doing what he's saying, whatever was clever. 
as all presidents and politicians do at the end of the day. Yeah, but I also like the fact that Biden, you know, even though um, Trump brought that up, he was able to say, yes, you know, I did do it. I dropped the ball on it and I apologize for it. And I'm trying to make the right, right my wrongs. I've never seen Trump ever do nothing like that. Yeah, never. He never took accountability. That's another thing, too. I think that's a big part of being president. You got to be presidential. A part of being presidential, a part of being a man in general it, or being a good American is we step up to the plate and we take accountability for something. You know what I'm saying? Anytime when we do shit, we nine times out of ten have that nobility about us to step up and take accountability. President Trump or 45 as a lot of people would like to refer to him doesn't take any accountability for the shit that he does or the shit that he says and then they try to spin the shit later on i think that that's one of the most disgusting qualities about if a man had that in him that that level of dishonesty within him i'm not saying that joe biden is any better for, because of course he twists the he twists the truth he lies but the way that he he twists the truth is like he misrepresent or he he will say something that he didn't necessarily say relating to some other issue that not necessarily is a pertinent issue for us like when it come to fracking he misrepresented that he didn't like he he didn't support fracking at one point in time he, he wanted to remove it and then um he was pressed about it in the debate and then he said he did support fracking um what the fuck does fracking have to do with the black community all of us ain't on an oil rig drilling to find fucking oil to make these millionaires and billionaires billions of dollars mm -hmm. how is that going to help us why and, the fuck does know, that Trump matter to us talking about how you know he sought you know people money for them in colleges and stuff like that yeah the yeah. hbcus it was a few hbcus uh, uh representatives from hbcus went up there and got money from trump i think they put their money in their pockets a, a lot of them a lot of the people and colleges line their pockets with federal uh federal money yeah but the majority biden was spoken on the the majority of what's happening now with this covid a lot of people lose lost their jobs don't know what to do at least he has a plan of what he plans to do if he becomes president a lot of it is all promises at the end of the day we don't know what what biden would do if he get elected but but at least we he's having a plan. It, have my a plan. thing is too, he's not the one who had the opportunity at this moment in time to solve the problem. Okay, problems happen as a president, but mm -hmm. you as the president have the opportunity. I'm pretty sure if you as the president could apply pressure to your party to get uh, a, a new stimulus done, to get... Um, was it hazard pay for workers that was working during the COVID? You know, the whole time COVID nineteen was happening, you know, these these landlords still wanted their money. You know, yeah. these bank companies still wanted their money. Uh, these light companies still wanted their money. Every, bills kept coming, even though people, people income stopped. Yeah, Trump could have directly affected that. He could have changed it. Either. He think that that twelve hundred dollars. You know that we got back in what was and it? Stopped. April. When we got that twelve hundred? April, May. April, May. 
was supposed to last us for however many months. And then it dropped from 1200 to six. And then no, I'm talking about the stimulus. stimulus. Yeah, it did. It dropped. Because remember, some people didn't even couldn't even get unemployment. Some of these jobs were giving people like 25 hours or something like that, just so they couldn't claim unemployment. Right. So some people, the only thing that they got to make up for their loss of income was that stimulus. Right, and I'm telling you, it dropped from 1,200 to six, and then we never heard from it. Him saying that he was gonna the give twelve, us the idea. stimulus didn't drop from twelve hundred to six. The stimulus came as twelve hundred. Yeah, everybody who got a stimulus. The, the, you, what you're talking about is the, the unemployment. unemployment. You're talking about the unemployment when they gave the extra six hundred. It dropped from six hundred to four hundred. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, right. that happened. Um, I forgot what they called that 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 extra unemployment that they was giving people. The federal un, the federal unemployment. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I pretty much seen enough when it comes to Trump, when it, when it, him talking about COVID. Um, now, coming up into this next presidential election, uh, we have a lot of our black celebrities, I guess, stepping up and um, trying to create an agenda or a plan for us and not just have us vote Democrat, Democrat all of the time and have nothing to show for it at the end of the day. One of these individuals, Ice Cube, you know, just recently this year, he talked about launching a contract with Black America. The contract with Black America was supposed to be a comprehensive plan for how the next president was supposed to, uh, I don't know, atone or, or fix some of the problems in our community. Now, with this plan, I see Trump basically took certain parts of it and turned it into loans within his plan called the Platinum Plan. Um, Ice Cube, what he was saying was that he created the contract for Black America, he was trying to work with both sides, Democrat and Republican, to get his his uh, his agenda within their agenda and get some of the, our demands met. And he said that the Trump campaign reached out. He was working with him and talking with him. The Democrats were real nice, but they didn't put any money on the table. The Trump Trump's administration put what was it, three hundred billion or four hundred billion on the table. So uh, he was like, Ice Cube is seeing dollar signs at the end of the day. If they ain't putting their money where their mouth is, then he feel like they ain't talking about shit and they ain't doing shit for us. And 100% just to feel like that. But at the same time, remember, Trump had four years to do something for black people so far as create a plan, create economic opportunity and um, do something about that income inequality and that wealth gap you feel me between the average black american's household and the average white american household you know the fact the facts are this black people build this nation you know through our ancestors blood sweat and tears i don't want to hear we can't receive what's entitled to us or what's due to us 
because the government doesn't have the money because they showed you they could pull two trillion dollars out of their ass and give it to whoever when they feel like it okay they created those ppp loans those ppp loans didn't go to anybody that really needed them. I know Crash Culture didn't get a PPP loan, but Kanye West got Yeezys and he getting millions of dollars in PPP loans. Then you got people out here defrauding those PPP loans and uh, manipulating the unemployment system and scamming and coming up big with millions of dollars. How the fuck they do, how the fuck you let that happen? They gonna spend the money, what you gonna do? Lock them up after the fact, after the money spent? You can't get that money back and give it to the people that need it though. You know, I think that this this whole situation showed us that Trump is a big ass mess when it comes to being a president. And I think that anybody that has the mind or the idea to vote for him, I reference you to this. If you don't think he's that bad, why did he tell the Proud Boys stand back and stand by? If you don't think he's that bad, why did he say when those uh, racist ass motherfuckers marched in uh, was it Charleston, Charleston, Virginia with the tiki torches and they ran over uh, protesters, peaceful protesters. He said that there were very good people on both sides. You don't understand that this man empowers racist people to commit crimes against people of color. That's my thing. Me being a person and my family being people because we black Americans that have gone through and endured racism since I was a kid, I personally had an encounter racism when I was in middle school and had to change from Apollo to McNichol. Everybody, every black person, I, I believe, has encountered, I think, like at least some... No, I don't think every black person has truly encountered racism. You haven't had a, a, a white boy stick pencils in your nose and slap you in the back of the head and call you nigga. Every black person haven't. A lot of black people walking around here in a dream world, that's how you get people like Candace Owens. And she has encountered racism. That's how you get people like the Hodge twins. You see what I'm saying? That's how you get people like Lil Wayne, who said that he never encountered racism. That money make everybody blind to who, all, me? Don't, who all don't wanna see it no more. It's a lot of black people out here that when they get a little bit of money, when they get a little bit of success, Oh, they forget all about racism. All about the hard times. Yep. When they get out of that, when they get out of that bucket, when they become that, when they get out of that bucket, they steal that crab. At the end of the day, are they not? And they go back and they pinch. They go back and, and pinch at the other ones. Look, I'm out. You ain't out. But they out of the frying pan and into the fire. Because now, both sides can't stand them. You think the white man gonna appreciate you? Because you catering to him? No, he not. He have even less respect for you because you betrayed your own people for him. No loyalty. Like I said, at the end of the day, I'm not saying that to say Biden is better than Trump because is it does it elude me or is it beyond me to think that Biden has had some type of racism within him, being the fact that he is 70 plus years old, like Trump? Definitely. You know, coming from that era of segregation and whatnot, and he from up, upper uh, upstate New York, you know, or um, northeast United States. I think he, I don't know if he's from New York. I think, yeah, Trump is, Biden and Trump is from New York. Yeah, they, they up in that region. Yeah, they up in that region. But 
it, it's not beyond me to think that both of them are racist, but one of them is blatant with the shit. And I think that we, our expectations are so low and our bar is set so low with Trump that we just think that, oh, because he's open and he's and he letting us know that he's a racist. Oh, that's good. No, at the end of the day, I will not accept that. I don't even want to see the shit. I'd rather- A your, lot of the black people have accepted that. I'd rather your rumor than your company. I'd rather to hear about the shit and people to speculate that you racist than you me to see it all the time. And for well, people that of, like you to continue to throw it in my face. Stick with the devil that you know. And that's why a lot of black people are going for And, and that's, that's a bad That's, that's a, a bad retarded mindset. It, it's the, 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 uh, bless you. Bless you. The Make America Great Again hat is basically like a KKK clan hood. Oh, man. You feel me? That's basically like a clan hood. When black people see that, it's almost like we, we kind of put those two and two together. I think that we we our our expectations are so low that we just accept this shit, and we think that because he said this and he said that that he's gonna do this. And the fact of the matter is, when he gets back in office, if he gets back in office, I'm not gonna even say whip. Whoa, please God, if he gets back in office again, then it's gonna be much of the same. I I understand if you don't want to vote for Biden, we got. Howie Hawkins on the ballot from the Green Party. We got Joe Jorgensen or whatever that lady's name is from the Libertarian Party. You know, there are other presidential candidates yeah, on the ballot that you can vote, vote for. for. And then on top of that, remember though, you have your state and local, your, your state and local officials that you have to vote on too. You also have amendments. We have a, a amendment in Florida. I think it's the second amendment or the third amendment, whatever amendment it is, to raise the minimum wage to 15 an hour. Why isn't that a reason why you want to go out and vote? Stop giving me all this bullshit about, oh, you don't, you're not interested in either candidate. They neither one of them, this, that, and the third. Bro, it's so much other reasons for you to go out and vote uh, outside of that. Black people, because we've been misinformed about politics, we think our vote doesn't matter. Trump won the Electoral College, but Hillary Clinton won the popular vote against him in that election in 2016. We think that it doesn't matter. Remember, every last single year, there's some type of midterm election. There's some type of new law or amendment going on, some type of ballot. You know, it isn't it isn't every four years that you vote and you feel like you did something. It's every year you have to continue to go vote and then you're doing something. You feel me? Because then you're doing your duty as an American citizen and saying what you feel is the direction the country should go in or what they should not go in. You know, we have to be more educated politically and economically as a people in order to move forward. All of this half-ass shit, this half-stepping that we doing and then bitching and moaning and complaining about it later on and then trying to say everybody the same and this, that, and third. I don't, listen, I don't want to hear you when you say that shit. I don't care what you feel at the end of the day decisions are being made with or without you yep. they're gonna be made with or without you bro and i understand people want to work and take care of their kids but they gotta understand your future your future always lies with your kids and the next generation yeah you know you gotta vote you gotta do it for them too as well as yourself yeah and if if you want to be one of those people that say hey you know what fuck politics 
I'm gonna do my own shit. Do your own shit. You know, make sure you be your self-made person. You know, you feed your family. You be whatever it is that you wanna be. More power to you, okay? But at the end of the day, when something happened politically, shut up about it entirely. I don't wanna hear you chiming in on the shit like that and you playing the back of the bus. If you in your own lane, stay in your own lane. One of the things about Minister Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam, they're self-sustaining. No matter who's the president and who's not the president, at the end of the day, with them, they already created their own little city, their own little economy, their own little shit. If black people were more focused on creating our own economy, our own cities again, and our own thing, then we wouldn't necessarily give a fuck about who running for a president. Asians do it, Jewish people do it. How many Jewish communities are in Florida? How many Asian communities are in, in uh, California? How many Mexican communities are in California? How many Latino communities are in Miami? When you go to apply for jobs down here, you have to be, they ask bilingual. you bilingual, right? You, well, you can apply for the job, but if you want a higher position, you have to be bilingual. No, no. Some jobs have a requirement for you to be bilingual. Mm -hmm. Or they're not going to take you. Or they're not yeah. going to take you. So that in itself is showing you, is there any jobs that says that you have to speak Ebonics? Or you have to be black? Is there any requirement that, that says you have to be black on any job application? No. I know they have that equal opportunity employer shit, but that refers to all minorities. Mm -hmm. That isn't specifically for black people to get opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I also, I also wondered why was the race so important if you're trying to look for a job? Like, you know, whether you gotta be black, white, or why they ask you to check that box off from the application? Yeah, like why does it matter if I can do the job or the requirement or I have all the certificates in order to do the job? Why does my race matter? Because it's not about what you know; it's about who you know, and everybody's know this game for the longest. That's all it is in life. Not what you know; it's who you know. That's been the biggest game that they've been playing for a long time now, and um, I think that that's how Trump got into office. It wasn't about what he knew. Of course, we all know that it's who he knew. It's about who he knew and what he had. What channels he could pull. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It's about who he knew and what he had. And what he could get done for you. Not even about what he could get done for you because that's a part of being that's a part of being a president. It's about what he could get done for the American people. No, for the people that put him in office. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's about what he could get done for them. Yeah. Yeah, the people that, that funded his campaign, the people that give him money, the people that make sure he's in there and you know i hear threats of a race war if he doesn't win if he doesn't no if he doesn't win i heard it going both ways if no, he does I heard, win no, if he i doesn't. heard if he does win it's gonna be a race war i heard, I heard if it. trump wins it's gonna be a race war i heard if trump doesn't win it's I gonna be a race war. that's what i'm saying i definitely heard it going both I ways if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win, his supporters are going to threaten violence. If he does win, then black people are going to, black people are not going to threaten violence. So that, that whole shit, that whole narrative about it's going to be a race war if he wins is bullshit. Black people over here getting killed every day by police nonstop and still ain't do shit yet. We still ain't do shit yet.
collectively, besides go out and protest and march. Protest and march, yeah. Like we've been, like we've been been doing. Like we've been been doing. You feel me? So all of that shit of talking about if if he does win, it's going to be a race. It's already a race where we already losing. Wake up. Yeah. We already losing. Wake up. Yeah, but you know, also, all of our good leaders that dis- did decide to step up, you know, um, tragically died. So, you know, a lot of people feel like, okay, what's the sense if I'm just going to die? Okay, Chelsea, I'm going to tell you a little something about... Dr. King. No, yeah, not even Dr. Those, King. I'm going to tell you a little something about, uh, you know, mafias and mafiosos and, and cartels and whatnot. A lot of the times, they let those criminal empires go on for so long because if they take the big person, the leader out of power, it splits up and it creates a bunch of little mini bosses. And it's harder for them to track that. It's harder for them to stop that because now the organization is decentralized. Our leaders, they may have killed, but they may have inspired even more leaders by killing them. They have now turned them into a mortar. People like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, now we look at them and we say, hey, they killed them, but they can't kill us all, and we need to step up and we need to make our voice heard. But that's the thing, who was going to? It's people doing it nonstop still to this day. LeBron James getting out there and speaking about it. Mm-hmm. We, it's like, we, we like you know I say- I'm saying, I understand that. I know there's, there's black leaders out there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But, who is really who's gonna be willing to when the time comes? When what time do, comes? When the like like let's say if we were to have a race war, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's on us collectively. That's on the us collectively. Because Chelsea, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but they had a, a whole group of arm of armed black people yeah. walking the streets. And I think Stone Mountain or some stuff. The heart of that was like a couple ago. months, like a month ago, two months ago. The not fucking around coalition. Yeah. It's all black people. It's all, all black people with assault rifles and all. Yeah, heard heard you heard of it. So what are you talking about? We'll see. See, you got to be you. See, we'll see. you got to make sure you in order. Yeah. Well, don't be talking about everybody else unless you Look in order. We'll Look at this. Once a race war starts, no matter what color you are, you are thrusted out on the front line. Exactly. You are automatically front line. Precisely. Especially in this country. So race war starts, you, you need to get strapped. No, I'm just saying, we will see, we'll see. You need to get strapped. Because them white boys ain't going to care about if you want to fight or not. You black. You need to be focused on learning martial arts. You need to be focused on protecting yourself. In, in, in getting your license, your gun license, and getting your blicky. You feel me? And you going to the gun range and you practicing shooting. You but need I to be focused on those things. Everyone. Huh? everyone should have a licensed gun. Yeah, everybody should have a licensed gun, but not not it's not enough to just have a licensed gun. Everybody um, should know some form of self-defense. I think that that should be taught in schools too. Yeah, it was taught in schools at one point in time. I think um, when my mom was going to Miami Dade, I think she said she took up judo at one point in time. I had a friend. Not, not just colleges or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like in high schools in, too. In high school, you can do you can do wrestling. In middle school too. You can do wrestling. Sharad was on the wrestling team. I was on the wrestling team at one point in time too. Yeah, but it, the sport it should be for women and men, like defense. 
not just necessarily for like a sport. Like they have some female wrestling teams. They do. Yeah. No, but I'm talking about we're talking about martial arts. It's just not promoted. Wrestling is martial arts, Chelsea. A form of. Defending yourself against like a potential attacker is what I'm saying. Like I feel like that should be like taught in school because you know what I'm saying. They have a lot of bullying. There's still a lot of bullying out Mm. there and stuff like that, Mm. and a lot of um, kids committing suicide because Mm. they don't know how to defend themselves. A part of it too is if the you know stuff like that requires a parent Mm -hmm. to keep up with the child and put the child in those things and support them and encourage them to participate in those Mm -hmm. things yeah but i'm just saying that type of stuff should be in the you know you can be an option for it it should be it should be an option but it's It's not going to be a class it's not going to be a class you you thinking you in classes to prevent bullying and be more open to i mean different people think about this a, a class that is absolutely necessary that they should have in school should be economics. You should be teaching the children about credit. You should marketing. be teaching, huh? Marketing, too. Not necessarily marketing, Chelsea. Uh, that works. No, no. Nobody gonna live off of that. Credit is the number one way. Okay, credit. You should be teaching the children about money. Okay. You should be teaching the children about loans. You should be teaching the children about uh, stock trades and all that. Shit. Yeah, stocks and trades and bonds and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In order to give the children an economic base or an idea, an idea of how money works. So when they get out of when they get out of high school or whenever they but going they through all of those schools, money too. exactly stuff like that. You should be teaching the kids in school. That should be a part of school, you know. All that other shit, you know, um, marketing, not necessarily. That's n- that's basically that's usually a, uh, like a subject class you take in college. Yeah, that's like something that's more so of like your occupation. Yeah. Like, say for instance, if you want to be a social media personality, you should take up marketing. If you want to be a business person, yeah. you should take up marketing. But everybody won't be in that field. Exactly. But so, all of us need to know credit. All of us need to know how to budget right. our money. And budget our money. Exactly. Yeah. All of us. All of us should know something about how stocks work. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? All of us should know something about how equity works. All of us should know right. something about how loans work. And you see what I'm saying? Coming out the gate out of high school, we should all know something. Yeah. Anyways, with these last five minutes, we're going to use them to address certain issues and identify problems in the black community. That's what we're going to try and do on every episode from now on. Yeah, but that's what we just did. Yeah, we did just do that, didn't we? Yeah, so let's talk about something else. We're going to talk shit then for the last five minutes since you want to talk shit. (laughs) We're going to talk about how full of shit you is. (laughs) So what about the COVID bill? Like, yeah, the COVID bill. Like, we need something to help the people. But out. there's nothing Trump just said and nothing he can do right now for the COVID. He said, fuck Trump. We're not worried he about might not even be the president next year. So um, they need to pass a COVID bill. First of all, I think that they should definitely give me so wage. So COVID bill going to be about? Hazard pay. I think that they should definitely give me hazard pay because I've worked, I've had COVID. And, you know, I went through the whole ringer for that shit. So I should definitely get hazard pay. You know, that's number one. Or if people um, have contracted it or whatever, yeah, that's too. 
Yeah, that's and it. I should get a bonus for getting it and recovering from it. Because it was his yeah. fault. So y'all saying the people that died, they family should get paid for it? Uh, they definitely pay for it. Great point. Great point. The people families that died from it, Double they should the definitely pay. get paid for it. They should get that. You know? I, I even think that they should pay for their funeral costs and all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, shouldn't have to, they shouldn't have to pay a penny. Send something our way. Throw something in our pocketbooks, you dig? Make us feel all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, right. we didn't have to suffer. We didn't have to endure. Right, and we're know. talking about months and no pay. Months no work. and months and months. Come on, we need something. We couldn't even go outside and play basketball. I know. For yeah, months, we were imprisoned in our home. Mm-hmm. All because this fucker. And then in Florida, they and talking about the parents, the parents that gotta be teaching our kids. We should get paid money for that too. When it went from $50 to $500 for a fine, if you don't hey, realize. Hey, you heard um, 21 Savage new album? No. Savage Mode. That shit is straight. What about um, Nas new album? Yeah, I heard the song from him and, and um, ASAP Ferg or, yeah. ASAP Ferg and yeah, Audio I liked Form. It. I liked yeah, it. I had posted a video the other day. That's I like the song. I'm mad it came out I'm this year, but. Sad. That shit was fire. I think Nas is he, he showed his age a little bit in that video. He kind of looked it a little bit old. Face and he out of he kind of looked it out of like you know like his vibe was a little bit off. Like like he would rather be at the crib and chilling and some shit like that. No, but yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm glad he's back. You know. Yeah, I'm glad he's back too. Um, what else was going? What else has been going on outside of music? Oh, Kendrick is um, his, the manager, the president of TDE Punch said that Kendrick got an album coming out soon. Yes, I can't wait. He working on New York I love me some Kendrick. Yeah. You know, especially with all of this shit going on. Yeah, we need You know, like No Name calling out J. Cole and Kendrick for them having a whole discography be about the black plight, but them not speaking up on these issues when when it matters most. You know, I think that he got, he probably got a bunch of ammo to say. You know, but I don't think he should focus on that or, or, or focus on her and what she said. I, but even though Kendrick is known to be one of those motherfuckers that he hear everything and he'll figure out a, a perfect way to articulate it and put it into a song that have you like, damn, that's going to like change your perspective on shit. Like I said, I think that damn is a very underrated album from him. I think that not enough people understand how great that album was, how many bangers he had on that shit. But to Pimp a Butterfly and a good kid at Mad City get all of the critical acclaim because it was cohesive. It was like he was telling the story top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can't wait to hear what he got to say next. Um, Chadwick Boseman, I got to say this, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Because yeah. I didn't do an episode at that time, and Got I think I'm gonna do an say. episode, and I'm gonna talk about his last show, because he he had did a, a movie that's supposed to be coming out on Netflix. I forget the name of it, but um, I think I'm gonna review that and talk about that when that comes out. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Wakanda forever. Uh, do it, do it, um, Sherrod. Do it. No, do it. no, Chelsea. Why you keep wanting him to do it? <laughs> Why say it, say it.